Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Word Inspiration Podcast with me, your host, Damon Scarlett. We are picking up in our conversation with our special guest, Dallin Vantepool from Panama, originally from the British Virgin Islands, and we've been talking about his book, No Boss, Only Client. And in this section of our show, we're talking about the importance of uh, making your money work for you, understanding about generational wealth. How do you build that? We're talking about Forex, investment opportunities opportunities what are the investment fundamentals what do you know about compound interest so much to unpack in this episode of word inspiration so we're going to be jumping right back into the conversation with dallin vantapool don't you switch that dial this is word inspiration renewing your mind and increasing your spiritual health and this is our response hey what's good everybody this is david sutton and you are listening to the word inspiration podcast with damien scarlett and you don't gotta go anywhere else stay tuned we are for all you've done and all I need, you know, as I've been listening to to you, um, share with our listeners, um, Dallin, um, it, again, it brings back home not only us focusing on our talents and our skills that we have, but also trying to find ways and means of how we can also extend ourselves and not just be locked into the fact that, oh, I only have a degree in this particular area, so I can only have a job mm-hmm. here and there. But, you know, yeah. um, learning how to build that also, if you can call it generational wealth, so that even right. though I'm here in my present nine to five job or eight to four job for most of us here in Jamaica, um, I'm still having income elsewhere. But, you know, yeah. as you were sharing though, a lot of person, especially in the world, know. Um, I know you're saying you're not giving that kind of a um advice in terms of investment and so on, but yeah. a lot of persons seem to be locked into forex and all of those kind of a things. Um, what would you say along those lines? <laughs> not in the script, <laughs> but um, just to hear your thoughts on that. Um, especially being a banker, so I don't know. If yeah. You want to- Sure, sure. Uh, I'll put up my disclaimer here. Any information provided right now is strictly for educational purposes. I'm not liable for any actions you decide to take. This is just for informational purposes only. This is not actual advice. That being said, (laughs) um, uh, a lot of this stuff, you know, there's ways, there are a lot of different ways to make money, right? Uh, There are a lot of different ways to make money. And you got to decide a lot of things about making money and investing is about, it's about placing an intelligent bet on, on what will actually work and how much time you have. Now, I tend to shy away, and you have to decide too whether you're trying to get rich or you're trying to get wealthy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you, if you, there's if you talk to, yeah, there's definitely a difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're trying to get, you just want to get a bunch of money real quick or whatever it is, and you kind of be hustling and chasing after that money for the rest of your life, that's a different kind of path than a person who says, hey, can you help me understand how to get wealthy, right? And when I say wealthy, I'm talking about your grandchildren might not need to work. Your great-grandchildren might not need to work. You bought something today that they're going to own four generations from. I mean, the Bible even talks about this stuff. Um, so as far as the Forex and the, you know, all this different kind of stuff, from what I've seen, now this is just my, this is a personal opinion here. The people that I've seen uh, making a lot of money and have generational wealth, mm-hmm. uh, these fat, I'll call them like fad things, these fad investment trends, 
Um, Forex is there, you know, but I've never, I, I have yet to see somebody who has real, real deep wealth. I'm talking about in the hundreds of millions to mm-hmm. where, you know, they're, they're wasting their time scrapping around against Forex and a lot of this stuff. Okay, I'll give you an example. The Forex thing, you're trying to make money to get technical here for a second. You're trying to make money on arbitrage between the exchange rates that happen. So mm-hmm. you're looking at, okay, saying, okay, this one here, this one's going up, this one is going down. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to push the button on my computer now and I'm going to try to buy it at this price and then sell it at this price. I'm going to try mm-hmm. to buy it cheap and then sell it high. Great. Yeah. You think you're doing big things. That stuff moves by the millisecond. So yeah. in your little home internet speed, in the time it takes for you and your, <laughs> well, her, I don't know who you yeah, the, you, you think you're doing big things. JP Morgan Chase and Goldman Sachs and these guys, they have freaking supercomputers sitting down there that is doing this a hundred thousand times faster than faster, you are at yeah. your little computer. You're doing it on your phone. and we, Even the prices that you're seeing, when you look at, when you go online and you say you're investing, you try to say, oh, what's the price of Apple right now? That price that you're seeing can be mm-hmm. minutes delayed 10 minutes delayed depending on the service that you're using so you think the yeah. price is this and you place in your order you don't know that the people who have the real button on the pulse of things they're on a bloomberg terminal and they're seeing mm. the real price happening by the second yeah. right? so trying to do a lot of these things i'm not saying it's impossible i think though it's not necessarily uh the best place to start mm-hmm. right especially if you're trying to think about long-term wealth it's not necessarily the best place to start and you can really get caught up um, the people who are doing a lot of these Forex things, they didn't make their money from doing Forex. They made their money from selling a course about how to do Forex. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. They, they went in and they didn't make any money either. They lost a bunch of their money as well. They're like, oh, but wait, I can sell a $1,000 course teaching somebody how to do it? Oh, let me just do that rather than actually doing Forex. You know what I mean? Oh, so we those see a lot of that they, happening. Yeah, so you can you can you can get caught up in all that stuff. Uh, I think the better the better route to go is really starting to understand uh, real investment fundamentals, things that mm. things that can uh, add value, uh, things that can appreciate in value over time, things that are paying dividends. Um, but you'd be better off understanding how compound interest works, mm-hmm. so that when you go to buy a car and you realize that the bank would give you hundred percent financing for a new car, but if you tell me you want to build a house or buy land, they only want to give you you know 70 yeah. percent, whatever mm-hmm. it is oh you want to yeah. you want a new car awesome the bank will be there you can sign up today and go home with the car hey <laughs> want to buy some lando ah yeah, you need a certain yeah. appointment and comment i don't know how much money you have okay what's your name your blood type your hiv mm-hmm. status what's your it is you, you gotta understand the rules of the game you gotta understand yeah. the rules of the game more so than getting caught up in a lot of that that fad kind of stuff so I, that that's the route i would go and really trying to understand how uh, how money really works in interest rates, investing and that kind of stuff more so mm-hmm. than jumping out to that. If, if you just understand how to save money, a lot of people talking about they yeah. want to get into investing, but you ain't got no money. I'm like, what are you talking about investing if you haven't figured out how to save money? What what, what are you investing exactly? Yeah. And, and, and you know, as you, as you touch on that about whole matter about saving and, you know, um, one of the pointers that we wanted to touch on is the whole matter about, you know, financial freedom and yeah. uh, learning how to manage um your personal finances i think that is something that i'm still learning <laughs> um, all of us all of do. us don't feel yeah, bad all of, <laughs> yeah you know i don't think i've mastered it you know so even yeah. when I, I i listen to you and look at your book and you know just the, the gems that you have been dropping about you know that kind of personal management it goes to show that we have a responsibility just like how we take um, special interest in other areas of life when it comes yeah. on to money management and personal finances and so on the same discipline is also required 
No, no, and sometimes yeah. we we see the things that we wanted, but we don't want to do the work that yeah. it takes to get there. So how can we really um understand more of this whole personal financial management then? Yeah, and the good thing about this personal finance thing is that we live in a time where information is is so easily available and free, right? There are a lot of a lot yeah. of great sources out there. I mean, obviously, do your research each time to understand who is talking to you, right? So you don't end up in a you don't end up. I'll put it this way: don't take don't if you're trying to get wealthy, don't take advice from poor people. I mean, it just, it just don't make any sense. You know what I mean? If you if you're trying to learn how to cook, don't take advice don't take advice from someone that doesn't know how to cook, right? Yeah. Um, so that's the first part of it. Do so you want to look at a number of different books? For example, if you want to start reading, uh, you know, like we on what inspirations, I can actually say this kind of stuff. If you yeah. look at Romans, I think Romans 12, you said like, be you transformed by, you know, the renewing of your, of your mind, right? Yeah. When Paul was talking about that kind of stuff, uh, this is not some kind of like hocus pocus, like Holy Spirit kind of, no, this is like, be you transformed by the renewing of your actual mind? Like, yes, you've accepted Christ, all that kind of stuff. Great but you've been feeding your mind a certain kind of information or not feeding your mind a certain kind of information for so many years, you need to get some new data in there, some new information, some new programming in there, right? Um, so you want to start reading things and really understanding how things work. So I'll give a couple of practical examples. Uh, if, you, if you read books like um, the, the Richest Man in Babylon, right? Mm. If you read yeah. those kind of things, you might see some of the classic ones that people hear about all the time, like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, that kind of yeah. stuff is out there. Instead mm-hmm. of spending that much time on, on Instagram, if you sit down and check out a site called Investopedia, just like Wikipedia, Investopedia, even professionals yeah. use this. You sit down there, you start playing around. Investopedia, I think there's even a way you could go on and you could create a, like a fake portfolio. They'll give you, say, a million dollars in Monopoly money. Yeah, and you do. could play around and in a, in a safe kind of way and see what's going on to really understand the rules of the game. All right. Now, obviously, we, drop, we got some stuff dropping here in the book. You check out stuff like this. Yeah. Uh, and the podcast, stuff, the podcast world is out there. It's really good. YouTube world is, has some interesting stuff out there. Um, but if you follow my podcast as well, I'm always dropping gems, not just on my content. Right. I don't know everything. But every now and then you have me mention, hey, you should definitely check out this book or check out this yeah. person. And also recognizing that, look, man, this this stuff is it's not detached from your spirituality, right? Mm-hmm. Just like how you have a you have a responsibility to honor God with your life and honor God with your, your temple and your body, like, honor God with your money. You, know, yeah. you can't be you, you have to you can't be sloppy. It, it, it's irresponsible for you to be sloppy. You see the, the parables in the Bible all the time about the ten talents and the one who didn't do anything with his and he got punished. You know what I mean? And yeah. if you go through the Bible, the money stuff is like there from start to finish, you know. Like yeah, you sit on and look at yeah. we sit on and look at who Abraham was and these guys and a lot that these were not poor people. These people had like they had serious money, you know David and Solomon and these guys. If you look at the, the twelve disciples, like you know, there's a book there's a book I read a long time ago called Jesus Christ uh, CEO Jesus CEO, and it profiles uh, the different people that Jesus was choosing. This guy chose yeah. entrepreneurs. He yes. chose he went to a fisherman. <laughs> You know yeah, what I'm saying? He went to a tent maker. He went to yeah, he, he was a carpenter. He picked up, you know, Zachary. Okay, well, you, you used to be dealing with the taxes. Yeah, I could deal with you. Uh, yeah. well, you used to make tents. Okay, we're going to be on a road a lot of time. We need some business sleep. You come with me. He was dealing mm-hmm. with the business people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So this stuff is all, all through and through the Bible. I mean, the whole book of Romans is a fundraising letter. It is. <laughs> right? Hey, we're going to the West. We need some help. We're going to need some funds along the way. I know y'all don't know too much about what's going on. Hey, mm-hmm. you jump on a horse, send a letter forward so that when we get there, each church knows we're going to need some, some money in, in our mm-hmm. pocket to move on to the next city and so on. So the money stuff is all through and through there. Um, so we got to get away from feeling uncomfortable talking about it. 
and realizing that it's a tool. Just like how you need hammer and nails to build a house. You know, if you want to do bigger things, uh, the bigger things you want to do in the world, that kind of stuff, you need more, you need more bricks. You know, I mean, you need more money to make it happen. So don't feel uncomfortable about it. Like it's mm -hmm. a dirty thing. Uh, get control of it and actually learn how we're going to take this stuff and do more good in the world. Because if you don't get the money, somebody's going to get it. All right. So it's better for <laughs> so people true. who want to do something good to actually do something with it and make some positive things happen. Yeah, um, good, good, good stuff there, um, Dallin. And especially for like young people, um, what would be your encouragement as a really matter of money management? And, uh, you know, a lot of young persons tend to want to get to that rich lifestyle, you know, but not wanting to go through, if you want to call it the mud and the dirt and the transitions and all those things, you know, yeah. what would be your encouragement to them? Yeah, absolutely. So from the young person perspective, I would say, focus more on adding value than focusing on the money, right? Mm -hmm. Because money changes hands when problems get solved, right? Or a guy whoa, named Michael whoa, Burke. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That, that one that big. Say this again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I, the, first person, the first person I heard say this was a, a guy named Coach Michael Burt, right? Yeah. And, 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 and it hit me. I heard it years ago when he said it. I was like, yo, I, I had the same reaction. Like, whoa. <laughs> I had kind of like, Sir, rewind, pull up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So money changes hands when problems get solved. Think about it. You are going on the road. You have a problem. What's the problem? Your, your car is running out of gas. So you go to the mm -hmm. gas station. You're going to give them some money. Why? Because they give you some gas. They solve your problem. You're hungry. You get some food. Why are you giving them money for, 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 the, for the thing? Because they solve yeah. your problem. You're hungry. Instead of going from how can I make money? Think about what is a problem that I see out there in the world? One, right? What's the itch? How can mm -hmm. I scratch it? How can I provide a solution to that problem? And three, am I picking a problem that people are willing to pay for, right? Because you could solve a whole bunch of problems, but if you want to get rich, you got two options. You could solve a small problem for a, at, a, at a low price for a whole heap of people, right? Netflix yeah. style, like, all right, man, look, uh, I know y'all tired of paying for DVDs and da 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 Just pay me $10 a month or $12 a month and you can watch all the movies you want. It's only $10. Or you could be like, yo, you know, People like phones, but I don't have time to deal with people who want a little $2 or $100 Samsung or Huawei or, or whatever it is. I want to iPhone it. I'm selling a phone for $1,500, $2,000. Who can't afford it? That's your problem. I don't care. But I'm solving this problem for yeah. a group of people who do have the kind of money because what do they want? They don't want a phone. They want to feel important. That's the problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, Apple was never selling y'all phones or us phones. They were selling prestige. They were selling status. They were selling exclusivity. Yeah. So you got to choose. Instead of chasing after the money, think about the problem that you want to solve and how you're going to deliver that solution and how you're going to bring it to the market. And I think that will get you closer to, uh, to the money and so on that you're looking for rather than starting at the money itself. Yeah, um, thank you for sharing that. And, you know, as we seek to kind of wind down, it's been a good conversation so far um, with Dallin Vantapool here inside Word Inspiration. Um, we're having this sit-down conversation talking about all areas of our life, you know, how we manage our spiritual life, our personal life, our finances and all of that. I came across something, um, Dallin, that really struck my attention. Uh, you think you have a, an episode or a little snippet called define your rich you know mm. i was trying to listening to it and i was like hmm how do you really define your rich um i feel if you can shed some light on that for us you know um yeah. what were you thinking um when that came to mind and how 
is that relevant even in this day and age right now? Hey, this is Dallin Vanderpool, host of the Careers in Cashflow podcast and author of No Boss Only Clients. And you're listening to Word Inspiration with Damien. Renewing your mind and increasing your spiritual health. Stay profitable and have a powerful day. Yeah, real, real quick, I'll, I'll explain what that's about. And if people can go ahead and check that out, uh, if you if you want to listen to it, wherever you listen to this podcast right now, if you just type in careers and cash flow, or you type yeah. in my name, you will find it. You could find the uh, define your rich. But I think the define your rich concept is this: it being rich or being wealthy and happy, it doesn't mean the same to everybody, right? Uh, everybody doesn't want to, and everybody doesn't have to be a millionaire. So before you go out there saying, just like anything else, if you're gonna build a house, you know. You you gotta you gotta take some measurements. You gotta decide. You know you gotta count the cost first. Um, so when I say define you're rich, I mean literally, especially the emphasis on the your, like your version of being wealthy and happy and rich and that kind of stuff. You don't need. You might not need to be on the Forbes list. You might not need to be the next Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos mm-hmm. or whoever it is. Uh, you have to think about the things that for you really matter. Like for example, for me, even more so than money, is autonomy. Right, the ability to direct my own time is a huge deal for me. So when I say I'm after money and I'm trying to get rich and that kind of stuff, I'm trying to get wealthy, it's not so much the money that I'm chasing. You know, I'm chasing yeah. the freedom to decide. Like, hey, two o'clock, I'm gonna go to my daughter's school and watch her play soccer or whatever it is, and yeah. I don't have to ask permission. Yeah, that's rich for me. That's that you know that's that's part of my rich. It might not be part of yours. That's part of my rich. Or yeah. I'm traveling. I might not always want to travel first class, but I want to know that the reason I'm not in first class today is not because I couldn't afford it because I just didn't feel like it. Yeah, you made a choice. I made a choice. I don't want to feel, or if I'm going places, I don't want to always feel like I'm making choices based on the cost of things. Maybe I need to decide based on what's best. You know, if I if I if I have a health situation, you're you're somebody in your family, I don't want to be like, ah, let me just find the most affordable doctor. I want to be able to say, hey, my mom is sick. I want the best and a story. I don't care the cost. Get me the best person for this job right now because she needs to save her life. Yeah. I want to be able to make those kind of decisions. You know what I mean? So you got to define what rich is for you. Uh, and so you, when you're working through those goals, you're not just running in a rat race forever and ever, but you really understand the state of being that you're trying to get to for you. And, and, and that's mm-hmm. not what somebody else is doing. It's your rich. Define what it means for you, not somebody else. Whether yeah, that's $100 I- or 100000 yeah, and, and, and what keeps coming out in the discussion as well is perspective. So it's really um, a mind shifting then in terms of how you view your life. And as you said, defining your rich with emphasis on the word your. Yeah. Um, that, that's, that's really interesting, really powerful right there. And, you know, as you continue to share, you know, you mentioned about the podcast, um, yep. the careers and cash flow um, podcast. That's a, another interesting um combination there as well you know using up the financial terms as well the financial gems and yeah. i think that's also creative and very cool too dalan because um there are many sorts of podcasts that are out there you know you have the inspirational content you have the entertainment yeah. content and all of that but here you are through what you are doing um you are giving um the world and not even thinking about Panama or Jamaica or BBI only, you're giving the world some gems that they can really latch on to and to really um, explore these kind of ideas or principles that would actually help them. Um, What would you say your greatest fulfillment um, has been 
not only as a banker, but, you know, uh, as an author and also as a podcaster, what has been your greatest fulfillment? The, the greatest fulfillment to me, it, it came unexpectedly. I mean, you're writing, the, you're writing the book, you're doing the podcast, you're talking about stuff on social media. And especially as a podcaster, you know how it is sometimes. You're not on a stage. Sometimes you're in a little room by yourself. Yeah. And you got fancy backgrounds <laughs> and that kind of stuff. So you can feel really lonely sometimes. Like, is anybody paying attention? Like, is anybody listening? You feel like you're talking to yourself for an hour and then you push a button and upload it and that kind of stuff. Uh, but the biggest one for me was this past uh, summer, after the book came out, I worked with a number of different partners and sponsors, and we decided to gift a copy, a free copy of this book to the graduating class of all the public schools uh, in the wow. British Virgin Islands. So it was wow. like five, it was like four or five high schools, the community college. We gave out like 350, 400 books for free. Right. Uh, and for me, I see that as uh, obviously was, we gave it away. It wasn't, it wasn't a profit move or anything like that, but yeah. it's a way of planting a seed. Uh, and to hear yeah. some of those young people or their parents find you or, the, or their parents. I don't live there right now. So their parents would run into my parents somewhere in the street and say, hey, I have it. I had a report this week. They said, hey, my child never likes reading books. But as he reached in the door from work or as he reached in the door from wherever, he's sitting on the corner he, in this book that was written, yeah. this, this, this No Boss Only Clients book. Or to hear a young person mm. message you or DM you on Instagram and be like, hey, thank you so much for this book. It's really opened my eyes to seeing how I need to do things differently. To me, for me, that's yeah. worth more than, than the money and that kind of stuff. To know that you sat down somewhere in a, in a little room and you wrote something in a book that yeah. could be a seed uh, that could change some young person's life and get them on a path to success. To me, that, that, that's huge, right? It's, it's not about me, but to mm -hmm. see how we could impact somebody else. To me, that's huge. Yeah, and, and when you think about, again, purpose and fulfillment, I mean, sometimes that doesn't always come from being behind a pulpit, you know, yeah. but, you know, through your writings, you know, you are really changing lives and encouraging young people and just people overall. And that is really commendable. And I continue to encourage you um, to do so um, as well as you encourage us um, along our journey. Uh, what's next for Dallin Vanterpool, though? Uh, next up, we got the book, we got the podcast, all that kind of stuff. We're really trying to dig into uh, creating online courses uh, to give people okay. more insight. Because a lot of the stuff in the books, I might say, hey, I understand this or uh, I understand what's going on. But I, I want to get more. Uh, I, I want to get a little deeper into what's going on with it. I want to understand some more. Or there's some stuff that couldn't fit in the book, right? That we want yeah. to get some more of that training out. So the next step uh, in about a month, we just literally here working on finishing up the, the, the wording for it. We're going to mm -hmm. be start pushing out one of the first courses. I think it's what you call Rookie to your Rockstar. How to crush the first, the next two years on your, on your, on your, in your career. So that's breaking down some of these strategies in more detail. So we're going to start rolling out some more of those kind of courses that people can get more, uh, more in-depth training so they get skilled yeah. up and powered up to make things happen. Wow. Okay. Wonderful. Looking forward to that. And we will definitely share it with our listeners and those persons here in Jamaica who really latch on to podcasting. Because what I realized as well, you know, podcasting in the Caribbean is really picking up even more yeah. now, you know, compared to the States. And we really are grateful for that. And uh, where can we find you on social media? You can just drop those handles and let yep. us hear them. Uh, so all my handles personally are the same. So at Dallin Vanterpool, D-A-L-A-N-V as in Victor, A-N-T-E-R-P-O-O-L. So just on Twitter, Instagram, sometimes on Facebook, definitely on LinkedIn. Uh, you can find me on there for sure, especially on Twitter. And then if you're trying to check out the podcast, of course, you can find the podcast at Careers and Cashflow. 
And for everything you need to know about what's going on with the book, the podcast, all that kind of stuff, you can find me over at dallanv.com, D-A-L-A-N-V.com. Yeah, I'm a man with a website and all kind of social media links and everything like that. Um, it's been a pleasure having this conversation with you, um, Dallan, here inside Word Inspiration. Just want to thank you for coming through. Um, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, um, young men and young women, no boss, only clients. You need to check it out. Um, I'm definitely going to check it out myself so that I can learn how to get this kind of financial freedom and you know learn how to manage my finances <laughs> better and all of these things, you know. And we'll have great mentors like Dallan out there inspiring the world. And I want to thank you for allowing God through this Holy Spirit to use you to write this book to really encourage other persons as well in terms of how they can start valuing themselves some more. And we really want to commend you once again from the team here at Word Inspiration. And big up to you and big up to the podcast, big up to the ministry and everything that you've been doing. And I know being a banker, it takes a lot, <laughs> a lot of <laughs> things, especially in this COVID-19 times. Yeah. But, you know, pray your grace and your strength. Thank you so much. Um, ladies and gentlemen, word inspiration, renewing your mind and increasing your spiritual health. Until next time, this is Damien Scarlett. Walk good. Don't bucket to and remember, the devil is alive. When you feel so pressured and you feel so discouraged, you got to fight. Yes, you got to fight. That's all the time we have left in today's episode of Word Inspiration. And just before, my friend and brother Alex Young takes us out with his song, The Most High. Just a reminder, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter and that's Word Inspiration on all social media platforms. Do remember to tune in to our next episode. See you then. Enemy want to hold you down and want to keep you on the ground. Show your tears of this life but this is what I say. Don't you trust in the most high cause I know for you he will fight. He will never leave your side. He will never leave your side. Won't you trust in the most I hate cause I know